Hello, hi everyone, and thank you for joining. This is your host, Gerd Espinoza, and I am the Motivational Caregiver. This podcast is committed to uplifting and supporting caregivers and non-caregivers alike. I want to share with you how it came to be that I created the Motivational Caregiver Program. I'm a caregiver for my mom, and it was through figuring out how to problem solve and how to make the hard decisions, riding the waves of illness and wellness with her that allowed me to experience an incredible transformation. And when people ask me over and over, how do you do it? Um, The realization occurred to me that I had a gift to share and if I don't offer that gift, that uh, people would have to go through what I went through and would continue to struggle. Four years ago, my mom has a stroke. She's in the hospital still and I have the responsibility to get things in order. I enter the office of the live-in rehab and I help myself to an individually wrapped red and white mint. The kind that are airy and fill up your whole mouth. I think they must know how nervous people are at the uncertainty of their future when they enter this office. I sit down briefly and before long this social worker calls me into her office and starts out by handing me a packet of information. How could she possibly know the thoughts that were racing through my mind? We talk about the admission date, the accommodations, the progress she's expected to make, and the goals they will set for her. Wait, what if that doesn't happen? What if she doesn't reach her goal or the outcome? After all, she did have several hurdles to overcome. Then what, I think out loud. Oh, no worries, we'll just transfer her into long-term care. Those may have been the last words that my logical mind was able to process. It was as if time moved in slow motion and fast forward at the same time. I signed papers as they were placed in front of me. I couldn't tell you what they were. They could have been to admit me for all I know. Since that moment, we have journeyed many successes and shortcomings. Many tears and prayers would pass before arriving where I am today. Now, my desire is to motivate as many people as possible, to help them understand that there's a process in which they can build their mindset to a place where they can have peace and know that they can effectively deliver care that aligns with their beliefs. It doesn't matter where their loved one is currently. So as I talk to you today uh, about how you can begin to integrate Eastern medicine with Western diagnosis and treatment, be aware that the information you receive is about empowering you to take charge of your health. It's about aligning your energies because if you align your mental, emotional, and spiritual energy with your physical energy, you will have clarity. And so it's about finding balance and harmony in all those things and being able to know where to find the right tools and how to get there. At this point, I think it makes sense to spend a few minutes defining both modalities so that we're all starting at the same vantage point. Hippocrates was a Greek 
physician who lived at a time when most people attributed sickness to superstition and the wrath of gods. However, he didn't believe that. He actually believed and taught that all forms of illness had a natural cause. Uh, Hippocrates greatly distribute, uh, contributed rather, to um, modern medicine by declaring that medicine should depend on detailed observation, reason, and experience in order to establish diagnosis, prognosis, and treatment. For this, he became widely known as the father of medicine in the Western world. We're grateful for his contributions. However, medicine and research has changed drastically since his time. Today, a system with doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and therapists who treat diseases using drugs, radiation, and surgery is not only referred to as Western medicine, but in other terms such as allopathic medicine, biomedicine, conventional, mainstream, orthodox, Overall, Western medicine focuses on pathology and curing disease. And so now we look, take a look at Eastern medicine. Sheng Yun, who lived over 5,000 years ago, is known as the father of Chinese medicine and is believed to have introduced um, tea, herbs, and acupuncture to uh, and uh, agriculture as well to China. Although Chinese medicine is referred to as Eastern medicine, the meaning refers to um, medicine and treatments that are not part of Western or traditional um, medical care. Just as there are other terms to describe Western medicine, Eastern medicine also is referred to as alternative, uh, natural, non-conventional medicine, Traditional Chinese medicine also includes um, acupuncture, diet, herbal therapy, medicine, uh, meditation, exercise, and massage. Um, we show much gratitude for the contributions of both practitioners and will continue to refer to them throughout our discussions. Because there are many avenues to consider, I will start with massage therapy as it's the most familiar to most. Um, it's my belief that our bodies always want to return to homeostasis, a state of balance among all the body systems needed for the body to survive and function correctly. And so if we are always in support of that process, we can be successful in achieving homeostasis in time of dis-ease. There are many paths that lead to wellness, which is why I think it's so important to keep our minds wide open when it comes to healing our bodies. Massage is increasingly being offered along with standard treatment for a wide range of uh, medical conditions and situations. The benefits of massage are numerous. So it reduces stress and increases relaxation. Um, it reduces pain and muscle soreness and tension, um, anxiety, reduces anxiety, improves immune function, um, addresses depression and digestive orders, disorders, um, and so many other um, illnesses and diseases. It has physical benefits by, um, you know, for example, it's helpful after joint replacement surgery or injury, um, helping people return to daily activities. 
it improves uh, physically, it improves circulation, um, it decreases muscle stiffness, it decreases joint inflammation, uh, better quality of sleep, quicker recovery between workouts, um, and as far as mental is concerned, it even helps people um, feel less stressed and, and more focused. Uh, other mental benefits include um, improved mood, decreased anxiety, more energy, increased in feeling of wellness. So when we talk about the energies we want to align with massage alone, we have mental and physical aspects that are already addressed. So in order to integrate massage into your health consistently, consider taking these five steps. So the first thing you're going to want to do is discuss with your primary care physician to determine if you have any contraindications to massage therapy. Some of these contraindications include, but definitely are not limited to, uh, fever. So anytime you have a cold or uh, any kind of infection, contagious disease, you should not get a massage. If you have blood clots or are prone to blood clots, or have a history of blood clots. That's also a contraindication along with pregnancy, um, kidney conditions, inflammation, and uncontrolled hypertension. So as I said, that's a very narrow list and you will want to discuss it with your uh, practitioner. The next step would be selecting a start date, right? And the frequency for yourself and your loved one. So the uniqueness of this is that you are addressing both yourself and the person you're caring for simultaneously. Um, learning about different types of massages is the third thing you wanna do. Um, there are many, but I'll, I'll name the first seven, top seven. One is a Swedish massage. Um, then there's deep tissue. There's hot stone massage, sport massage, reflexology, there's shiatsu and Thai massage as well. So you'll want to um, educate yourself on those different uh, modalities uh, before you select which one is right for you. Um, choose a therapist. Do a little bit of uh, research and some homework as to what their um, experience is, what types of massages they're comfortable with or educated in um, before you actually book an appointment. Learn, uh, and finally, learn some home therapies that you can do on yourself and your loved one. There's many uh, parts of acupressure that you can do for yourself and reflexology as well. So that's all for today. I hope this motivated you to learn more about um, complementing your health and healing with Eastern non-conventional techniques. Remember to check out our website at themotivationalcaregiver.com. Uh, also, every last Monday, we'll be giving away, we'll actually have a giveaway for a caregiver that you nominate. And so you can do that by sending us an email through the website. Uh, remember, we are a work in progress, so be patient. But do join me on this journey because no one can do it alone. So until next time, this is Gord Espinoza. Wishing you a fabulous week and providing you with knowledge, support, and community.